Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, if you're interested in building more muscle, getting stronger, having more endurance, possibly having cognitive benefits, you're going to want to listen to this episode because we're talking about a supplement that has been shown in research to benefit all of those areas. And if you listened to last week's episode all about motivation, which was basically me just rambling about motivation, I actually got a lot of good feedback from that, that it was helpful, which is good to know that I can just ramble about certain topics and it it can come across in the, in the way that I intended. But if you listen to the episode last week, I talked about how I had uh, an episode laid out of really creatine 101. So like what exactly creatine is, what it can help you accomplish um, how it how it works, and so we're going to dive into the weeds a little bit of like how creatine actually works, and then what type of creatine you should be taking, the dosage of creatine, if you should do a loading phase. So this is just part one of this episode. We're going to have another part two of like how and when you should take creatine, if there's certain tactics that you can use to prevent it from being like this chalky thing that you have to drink. And then some other interesting things about creatine myths, like creatine causes hair loss and things like that, which there's some interesting research around that at first glance looks a little bit scary, but when you dig into it a little bit more, it makes more sense. And then like things like does creatine timing matter, stuff like that will be coming in part two of this episode. So I hope you enjoy this first one all about creatine. So creatine is a very interesting supplement because it's actually backed by research. And I'm not anti-supplement. If you've heard my other podcasts on supplements, like there are some good supplements out there that can help you, but the vast majority of them aren't worth your money, in my opinion. They have a lot of marketing hype and like the supplement industry. I'm not anti-supplement, but I'm anti-BS. And there happens to be a lot of BS in the supplement industry. But creatine is one supplement that's actually, yes, it has a lot of marketing hype, but it's also got the research and evidence to support that marketing hype. So it's been shown in research. It's one of the most researched supplements out there and it's been shown time and time again to improve things like strength power output muscular endurance muscle size although it doesn't doesn't necessarily increase muscle size directly it increases muscle size through improving things like strength power output endurance which increases muscle size over time Um, And there's even some positive data related to things like Alzheimer's disease and reducing or slowing down cognitive decline as you age, um, reducing like the side effects of depression, traumatic brain injury, sleep deprivation, things like that, which in my opinion is super interesting. And I'm not as confident saying like take creatine just for like the cognition benefits because it hasn't been researched as much in that specific area as it has like the sports performance area, but it is interesting seeing that there's some positive data coming out on on those fronts. So I think it makes more sense once you understand what creatine actually is and how it, how it helps in those areas. So I don't want to get too into the weeds with this because it can get a little bit 
complicated, but I do want to give you a good thorough explanation of what creatine is and how it works. But basically, in layman's terms, it helps recycle energy in your body so you can get like another rep in the gym or you can have like five more pounds on the bar and get the same amount of reps that you would with five pounds less on the bar. You know, it just helps improve your performance very slightly over time, which improves like your muscle size over time. So getting into the kind of the the nitty gritty, creatine is a molecule that's already in your body. So it's naturally in your body and it essentially helps your body replenish something called ATP or adenosine triphosphate, which you might remember that from biology class if you paid attention. I was actually like, I wasn't a big fan of school for the most part, but science class, I actually enjoyed that more than than most classes. I hated math, but science was one that was interesting. But anyways, so we use ATP as basically our energy source like that's how our body generates energy but our muscle cells like keeping atp levels fairly low and it does this to prevent cells from becoming too acidic so when you're doing like an exercise you know that that feeling like your muscles burning that's your muscle cells becoming acidic and so your muscle cells like keeping atp levels fairly low to prevent that. So to prevent your muscle cells from getting too acidic, they use something called creatine kinase. um, And that keeps the acid levels basically in check by removing hydrogen ions. And you don't have to understand all of this, like what ions it's, you know, it's just a good explanation. So you, you, you get the, the gist of it, but creatine kinase also Um, takes the byproduct of ATP, which is called ADP, adenosine diphosphate, and it replenishes it back into ATP. So once we use ATP, it turns into ADP, and creatine kinase helps us turn that back into ATP um, with the help of something called phosphocreatine. So this energy system is called the phosphagen system, and it produces energy for the first 10 seconds or so of intense activity, like lifting weights or sprinting. We're using mainly the phosphagen system. And creatine comes into play by allowing your body to produce more phosphocreatine, which again, replenishes ATP to give you more energy. So the more creatine that you have in your body, the more phosphocreatine that you can produce, the more phosphocreatine that you can produce, the more you can replenish ATP. And the more you can replenish ATP, the more energy you can have. So your body can naturally synthesize creatine by breaking down amino acids, but supplementing with additional creatine, again, has been shown in research to be beneficial in increasing power output, strength, endurance, things like that. So And like I said, while supplementing with creatine, it doesn't directly increase muscle mass. It just allows you to perform a little bit better in the gym, which over time adds up to more muscle mass down the road. And it also leads to more water retention, um, specifically in your muscle cells. So you may get the appearance of your muscle cells looking slightly bigger from taking creatine. So it's not necessarily increasing like 
your muscle fibers. It just, it can hydrate your muscles a little bit better. So that is kind of the basic rundown. And with that, since it is hydrating you more, you're going to, you're going to be holding on to more water. You're going to see the scale jump up a little bit by around one to 2% of your body weight. So if you weigh 150 pounds and you start taking creatine, you might see the scale jump up to like 151.5 to 153 or so. So you might see a little jump in the scale from taking creatine. So next is now that you understand like what creatine is, you have kind of a basic idea of <clears throat> how it works. What type of creatine should you take? So this is one that there's there's always, again, the supplement industry, there's always marketing hype and there's always these new types of creatine coming out that are supposedly supposed to absorb better and like going to give you less um, issues when it comes to absorbing them and digesting them and like it doesn't bother your gut as much. But when it comes down to it, creatine monohydrate is going to be the ideal form to take. It's been studied the most, it works, it's very accessible, and it's the most affordable compared to other forms of creatine. So all other forms of creatine are going to work, but at best as well as creatine monohydrate, but cost a lot more. So they're either going to work just as good as creatine monohydrate or a little bit worse and cost a lot more money. So that's why in my opinion, it just takes, it makes sense to take creatine monohydrate, the good old fashioned, old reliable creatine. And when it, when it comes to dosing, most people can saturate. So creatine works by saturating your muscles instead of like something that you have to take every day for your body to keep up with. You take creatine, it saturates your muscles. And so if you like miss a day of taking creatine, it's really not that big of a deal because your muscles are saturated with it. It can use it. If you miss like a week of taking creatine, then yeah, your muscles are going to be less saturated and you're not going to get quite as much of a, a benefit from it. So most people can saturate their muscle creatine stores by taking right around three to seven grams a day of creatine monohydrate consistently for a minimum of three to four weeks. And you can do something called a loading phase where you take like 20 to 25 grams a day for like roughly a week, five to seven days or so. And this can speed up the saturation process, but it's, it's not necessary. And I think like, although it does work, it, it speeds up the process of saturating your muscles. It can create like a lot of gut issues. That's one thing with creatine is <clears throat> if you don't drink enough water with it, um, if you take it like on, I, I believe taking it on an empty stomach can give some people issues, pairing it with a lot of caffeine can give people an upset stomach. And if you're just taking 20 to 25 grams of it, like it's probably going to give you some issues, um, for the average person. So I, I would just stick with good old three to seven grams a day, right around five grams a day, take that consistently it's going to take a little bit longer to saturate your muscle cells, but you don't have to worry about having like gut issues or anything. And you get the same, same benefits from it. So we are going to go over on the next episode, I'm going to review how and when you should take creatine. It really doesn't matter, but there are kind of some side benefits that you might want to take creatine around your workouts. And then I also want to dig into more things like 
kind of frequent myths about creatine. Like one very good example of that is that creatine causes hair loss. And so that'll be a, a very interesting one to dig into because there's a study on it that is interesting at, at first glance it looks a little bit scary but when you dig into it a little bit more of how the study actually worked you can kind of figure out okay maybe it's not something to be quite as worried about so that is going to be the second part of this episode i'm going to do a creatine all about creatine part two so stay tuned in for that and i hope you have a great rest of your week Thank you again for tuning in and listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you did, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Howell underscore fit, and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions about coaching or need advice on anything training or nutrition related, shoot me an email at the email linked in the description, and I will talk to you guys soon.